0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to review of mania My name is Rob, and alongside Zach. Hey, yo. And we're back with some XP-Fucking-W.
1: Or, as I like to call it, shit.
0: Hey! (laughs) This was my first garbage shit wrestling show I've ever watched. (laughs) That or, I mean, I had seen, uh, uh, JCW's, uh, Juggalo Championship Wrestling, those those uh, videos they used to put out. Where they had like Cactus Jack versus Terry Funk, but they couldn't call him that, so they called him Cactus Sacks, and yeah, and they just dubbed over every over matches. But the thing
1: is, Rob, Terry Funk and McFoley can actually work. That is very true. So I'm sure that those. Those were actually good and fun to watch.
0: They were, and as a teenager, I thought that uh, the ICP were hilarious.
1: Yeah, and you know now they just don't know how magnets work.
0: Mm, pretty much, I don't know anything about them. Anywho, so on the last episode, we said, "Oh, we're gonna watch *Baptized in Blood* 2 because we couldn't find a a good version of *Baptized in Blood* one." Well, I happened to find a good version of *Baptizing Blood 1. So I'm a happy camper. So... What can you tell us about XP-fucking-W there, uh, Mr. Zack?
1: I mean, not a ton, except that it was owned by... I believe his name was Shane Black, who is a... Rob Black. Rob Black, who is a uh, porn director. um, And... He had no safety precautions whatsoever for his wrestlers, and And, did uh, porn, and uh, they weren't well protected within the wrestling circuit as well. (laughs) And a lot of ECW wrestlers ended up working in XPW, either during the dying days (laughs) of ECW or uh, directly afterwards as well. And there was also a uh, XPW invasion of ECW towards the end, Uh, but that's mostly what I know.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, you hit the nail on the head. If you're really curious about XPW, there is an episode of Dark Side of the Ring that goes over what XPW was, things of that nature. You know, this was definitely, you know... I found out about XPW because of uh, Sam Goody. Sam Goody sold the, the videos and DVDs back in the day. So I got introduced to that just by looking at a Sam Goody and was like, oh, shit. Oh, no, it was FYE. Sorry. Uh, it was an FYE. So, mm-hmm. you know, browsing the FYE section, I used to be a big, like, DVD collector of wrestling DVDs when I was in my teenage years. I had, like, probably every pay-per-view from 98 through 2002 on my DVD shelf, along with, you know, like, all the oh, the, the best of the letter matches, all the met boys. I remember the hardcore, best of the hardcore championship on DVD, you know. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, I remember, you know, so I remember looking at XPW and I'm like, what is this? And there's guys bleeding all over it. I'm like, I had to actually get my mom to purchase it for me because I was under 18 at the time. I was 16. But she's like, oh, well, okay, okay. And then, yeah. So I got the Baptized in Blood DVD and uh, don't, don't borrow shit to people. I borrowed some shit to my... I basically borrowed my, almost my entire DVD collection to a co-worker, and I never got him back. <laughs> Dumbass me. But uh, now the WWE Network is a thing, and YouTube. Um, but yeah, so XBW was based in California, and they were pretty much trying to be like the West Coast version of ECW. And I actually kind of wonder if they were the originators... Of a hardcore style tournament, like a King of the Death match. Well, I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, sorry, sorry. Let me, yeah, let me rephrase that. In the United States, duh, because in Japan, obviously they had it, but yeah, uh, in 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 the in the U.S., yeah, sorry. But I'm, uh. I'm curious. I didn't know of any other promotion that that had a tournament style death match.
1: The only other person that I could think of who would do it before uh, or before them probably would have been IWA Mid-South, uh, which is Ian Rotten's promotion. Because I don't think uh, Zandig would have started CZW by this point. Yeah, this is 2000, so... And I think the first... Uh, I think the first Tournament of Death... W- for them was in 2002 okay so yeah
0: the long long and the short of it xpw was around for a little while and then rob black a piece of shit in his own right uh went to prison and now in 2022 xpw came out of nowhere and you can watch xpw tv on fight Yes, so you can. But and, no, and nobody it, talks it, about them.
1: No, but it has some pretty good workers. Like Willie Mac works there. Uh, Homicide works there. I think it's owned by different people. And has, nope, Rob
0: and, Rob Black still is a part of it.
1: Oh, so really? Yep. Interesting. Yep. Hmm. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day, XBW relives, and I'll be honest. I thought about checking out a TV, but I was like, hey, I, I, don't, I don't really give a shit. There's enough wrestling to watch in a week now. Yeah. I mean, hell, hell, just trying to do AEW now is a fucking chore.
1: And if you want to watch deathmatch wrestling, there is certainly different and probably safer and more wholesome deathmatch wrestling like GCW. Wholesome wholesome I will I will say downright wholesome deathmatch wrestling uh, I watched tournament of survival so did I uh, which was GCW's uh, thing this year and you know what the fans were were downright wholesome
0: they were respectful you know what's funny as my wife and I had gone out with some friends for the day and we came home and we're like want we to watch TV and I'm like I got a notification. Hey, GCW Tournament Survival. So my wife and I watched GCW Tournament Survival. Um we skipped over one match by mistake. And that was the Rena. Or what was her name? I can't think of her uh, name. Ya-
1: Yamashita.
0: Yeah. Her fi- her second to final match. We actually okay. skipped over because it had this super long intermission. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, it was a fun show. And, you know, I I could definitely see, like, it wasn't anything too crazy. You know, glass, light bulbs. And, you know, it was just a big thing of, oh, we're going to smash light bulbs over each other's heads. Don't get me wrong, it still cuts you up and probably still a pain in the ass to deal with. But it's not like anything crazy where it's like, oh, we're doing barbed wire spider nets with broken glass and scorpions and, and, and Legos. Nothing,
1: but pretty insane. much everybody who was in that tournament was able to work the next night.
0: well, there you go, yeah, that's where I, I felt bet. bad. She's like, Hey, I won, and now I gotta go fight the fucking uh Macha Samovich the next night. That's not fair
1: well, yeah did, did you watch the next night? I did, oh, what happened? I didn't uh so uh we have a new uh g c w uh champion and Blake Christian.
0: Ah, he finally cashed in. Yes. Hell yeah. Well, there you go. All right, XPW, Baptized in Blood, number one. So this was weird. It, so this was pre-taped on February 22nd, 2000, but the release on home video... Was <sighs> wow, poorly done. Uh, hmm. After the obligatory "Don't try this at home," we get a poorly made XPW video set to "Limp Biscuits Break Stuff," which uses the entire freaking song. I don't know why yeah. the hell they didn't, why they didn't have this at the end of the show because it had spoilers and showed you exactly what's going to happen in the upcoming show.
1: Uh, Because they have to sell you the pay-per-view for what you've already bought.
0: Yeah, but they're showing you what happened after the show. Every clip used in this stupid music video was from the event you're about to watch.
1: Yes, I agree with you. It was was a bad idea. And probably what they should have done is... On moved what was at the end of the DVD, which was some promotional matches, to the start of the disc and and swapped places with this music video. Yes. But Yes. It, yes.
0: But tonight Chris Kloss and Larry Rivera welcome us to the first ever King of the Death match tournament. Tonight, eight men will face off. White Trash Johnny Webb, The Messiah, Supreme, Kid Chaos, Carlito Montana, John Cronus, Axel Rotten, and finally my favorite, Homeless Jimmy. Now why is Homeless Jimmy
1: your favorite?
0: Because he's from the streets, and he uses whatever he can find, which just happens to be a lot of uh, stop signs, cookie sheets. You know, the usual riff-raff.
1: I thought he kind of looked like Raven. He did. He was
0: like a smaller, skinnier, less charismatic Raven. Because he wasn't had no charisma. He had very little charisma.
1: That is true. In fact, I will say that pretty much everybody from this tournament, with the exception of the people who were from ECW and The Messiah i had not heard of you've never heard of supreme well i have heard heard of supreme but only because he got himself set on fire
0: yeah well okay fair enough so the winner will be crowned the first ever king of the death match what that gets you bragging rights that's it no title shot no nothing the winner will need to go through three death matches this evening, and there's also XPW gold on the line. The real deal, Damian Steele, and Jake Lawless versus Nicole Bass and Chris Candido, and Sammy uh, Sammy Sitch, or Tammy Tammy Sitch. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, we'll get to that. Sadly, the audio commentary and the audio from the arena weren't very well mixed. The commentary at some points is like un- undistinguishable.
1: And also, the commentary was not very good as well. Like not <clears throat> not to say that, like See, you know, I the...
0: I liked it. I love Larry Rivera and Chris Kloss because. Chris Cross is trying to be like, you're straight, you know, get with the times, and Larry's over there. This is fucking bullshit. This fucking drunk motherfucker. He, this, this is crap. In my day, we had arm locks and.
1: Well, no, like, I, I appreciated that, but then there were the times where, like, uh,. Larry's trying to say something, and then Chris is making fun of his accent, and I'm like, come on, you can't control that.
0: I mean, it was 2000, I don't disagree. But, yeah, I mean, put it on top of this, this was dubbed after the fact. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, I mean, what'd you think overall of the commentary? You just didn't put aside the. Okay. The, 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 the time and the, place. The, the racism.
1: The, the racism. If I put aside the racism, it was fine. Okay. Is, is
0: that going to be the new tagline for this show? Put the racism aside. I, what do you think of the show?
1: If I put aside the racism, <laughs> oh, it was fine, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, that's, a, that's a t-shirt. Uh, New merch! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only merch. Uh, so Chris Candido and Tammy Sitch come out to ACDC's Back in Black long before Eric Bischoff ever did.
1: Okay, so let's talk about this. How did they get the rights to any of this music?
0: They didn't,
1: obviously. They went on fucking Napster and
0: was like, What? Well, download ACDC dash uh, back in black dot mp3
1: okay because how
0: did it ecw get it they didn't
1: that uh fair enough i guess i mean but at I'm, the end of I'm, the
0: day they're a no-name company that no one gives a shit about
1: that is that is fair uh, I did find it quite amusing that Supreme came out to Living Dead Girl though. Yes.
0: Yeah, we'll get we'll get more into that music here shortly. Okay. So Chris Candido says every Monday night there's only 10 minutes of wrestling and I was like, are oh, you talking about 2023? I mean, this is 2000. This is like not even during the the Triple H. Uh, I mean, it kind of is. But, well, you know, this isn't the 2002-2004 to 2004 Triple H era where we had 35-minute promos every start of the show.
1: No, but this was in the middle of the Vince Russo era, so, yeah, yes. no, 10 minutes of wrestling does make about right yep. amount of sense. Yeah.
0: And the, te- the rest is talking, which is funny because that's exactly what's happening. Chris Candido claims he's been screwed the most. He wore a bonnet, he did jumping jacks, His friend stabbed him in the back, so now he's an XPW. Where in the point did his friend stab him in the back?
1: Yeah, well, see, that's what I was trying to think about. Was he talking about Paul Heyman? (sighs) Maybe? I could see that. Just having watched, like, right after this,
0: they had just come out with the Chris and Tammy Dark Side of the Ring episode. And, yeah, I mean... I guess he could say that because they, they what it turned out to happen was, you know, because Chris and Tammy were so fucked up on drugs, they couldn't wrestle. So he made them office workers and he would make them pay for the for the company travel on their own credit cards and then mm-hmm. they'd pay him back. and then they'd do it again. Well, the third or fourth time, uh, Paul never paid them back, and they lost their house.
1: Ah, uh, okay. So that's pr- that must be what they were referring to. And then, this is before he went to WCW.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot he had a really short stint.
1: Yeah,
0: I just remember him in TNA. But we could we could talk about that more in a bit. Yeah. But he's back now, and and he's an XPW, and Damien Steele, a month ago, he beat him again uh, the night before, and yet he still has XPW Championship, so I guess 24 hours ago they fought and he won, and I don't fucking know. Anyway, he calls out uh, Damien Steele. Damien Steele comes out to No Leaf Clover from Metallica, sadly not the best version of No Leaf Clover, from the s and uh, Symphony and Metallica album, Steele says he is, he can, Chris can say he can cry him river, he calls him Skip, but then he says that the gold belongs to Damien Steele, he then says that he doesn't feel like lacing up his boots, and if you can't dig it, well then you can stick it, and that's the real deal. Not a, an okay, I don't know. Would you put that it's on an a t-shirt? Okay,
1: it's an okay indie promo. I mean, it's like he has a catchphrase and stuff like that. It's more than a lot of people in this promotion have. So the lights
0: go out. And this, this segment just gets weirder. Lizzie Borden, the wife of Rod Black, comes out. And Liz. And what did you
1: think of Lizzie? I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, felt like I have she was no. A, I have she was no. Opinion. a younger, sunny knockoff. I don't know. Anyway, Lizzie says she doesn't like him, but she has to deal with it, and she fucking hates him. And the crowd has a loud "Show your chit tits" chant. Oh, the two thousands.
1: Uh man. I mean, you could just
0: order the paper, the pornos she was in. But uh, yeah, so this is what I don't get. She comes out. She doesn't like uh, Damien Steele. And she fucking hates Chris Candido for some god kind of fucking reason. And then she lists off reasons. For the two reasons she hates Chris Candido. He's an outsider. And he hangs around with a skanky hoe. Referring to Sonny. Now here's what I don't get. Why is an outsider getting a shot uh fighting your world champion?
1: Well, I mean Chris Candido's a former world champion. Why wouldn't he get a shot at a world championship?
0: I guess. Well, Tammy he's gets a form- ang-
1: he's yeah. a former NWA world champion. Yeah. Come on. Yeah.
0: Tammy gets angry and it has to be held back by Chris. Out of the blue the Lizzie just says quote well if you want a shot you can get a shot tonight (laughs) that's it match made she just felt like "Ah, I guess I have no choice I guess might as well just make this match gets the guy I hate and the guy I hate even more
1: yeah this was stupid I'm going to be honest. I kind of just clicked through this. I was just like, they're still talking. They're oh, still God, talking they talk forever. They're still talking.
0: And then Chris says he wants a Falls come anywhere match. And uh, like that, it's signed.
1: Which was a mistake as we'll talk about. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that match. Good grief.
1: Oh Jesus.
0: So round one. A bed of barbed wire and nails match Supreme versus Kid Chaos I said Chris Kloss is an awesome ring announcer Supreme comes out to Rob Zombie's Living Dead Girl and the obviously got put in post it just annihilates the the commentary of Larry Rivera where you can't even hear a damn thing he's saying his introduction is interspliced With a little music video. Kid Chaos gets a music... Oh, go ahead, sorry.
1: Oh, yeah, the music video is of him mutilating a a pig pig. carcass. Yes.
0: It's like, uh, okay.
1: That's That's cool, Supreme. I guess you work in a butcher shop. (laughs) Cool. This is
0: where uh, Butcher and Blade got their gimmick from. It was passed (laughs) down. Kid (laughs) Chaos gets this music video... But for the longest time there's no music. And it's because he gets a full introduction of kid Kid Rocks Ba with the Ba and then nothing. They don't even get to the main song. Not even through the intro. So if you've heard the uh the, the album version of Ba with the Ba, you get that kind of slow build-up. Yeah. And then Yeah! Right in the middle of him ramping up to where he's going to bo- start singing the actual song. The fucking song's over. They didn't even bother. They're just like, fuck it. He needs bow at the ba Oh, I have a copy of the mp 3 right here. Drag, drop, splice, done. Don't even have the song. Don't even have anything. Just fuck it. Queue it up as long as it needs to be there. And we're good. Job's- where was job it was to edit this show? Fucking hell.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it was not particularly good.
0: And then on top of it, and I probably talk about this later in the show, but if you're going to watch this show with headphones on, you're going to go deaf. Hell, even if you're watching the show on, like, a soundbar, you're going to go deaf. Because <clears throat> the audio of the actual show is one volume, but then the audio of the music of intros is, is, and outros is at full fucking blast they didn't bother to try to even hint yeah there's at, there's
1: no sound mixing there's at no all.
0: mixing yeah oh let's make it normalized so we don't deafen our listeners oh no just, we need to crank this shit up it's jarring
1: yeah. and like if you really like like new metal or oh yeah, the songs heavy, are heavy great. metal and it, it's it's fine, but like. But Jesus it, Christ, it, it, no it, it's it's quite jarring. Yeah, yeah.
0: Especially the first time. Especially when I was watching this, I'm like, what the fuck happened? Because they basically cut the audio from the show to intersplice the audio from the music track. So I'm like. Watching this random ass Kid Chaos music video to no fucking music, but then you realize, oh, it's Ba with the Ba. That's cool. Why are they doing the... Like, where the fuck's the music? For like a split yeah. 15 seconds before the intro kicks in, I'm like, did did, the, did my speakers die? <laughs> Jesus. I think I did better fucking sound mixing in my backyard wrestling days. Ugh. All right, that's just me nitpicking too because I I I edit a podcast and 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 stuff. And I've done video for a long last time. <laughs> I was doing like music videos to like WWE clips back in this time frame in like the 2000 the 2002 era. I was doing like those stupid like you know, on, on forums.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was a weird kid. Video Vegas 2.0, baby. Alright. So, enough harping on that crap. But, uh, Chaos gets an arm control early. Klaus gets back to the commentary table as he's pulling d- a double duty tonight. Chaos hits the top senton to Supreme on the floor. Larry Rivera says he doesn't condone this violent crap. And Supreme is out in the open, or Supreme is cut open with a with a piece of barbed wire. Supreme isn't thrown into the bed of barbed wire, and then is propped up in the corner. Uh, why did I write Joey Styles? Oh, that's why. Uh, Joey Styles has an oh my god. Wait, I Joey Styles has oh my god. Oh, that's right, that's right. So, Joey Styles has his classic, oh my god, when something extreme happens. Yes. Chris Cross just has a high pitched scream and yells, wow! Wow!
1: There we go. Uh, Essentially.
0: He just screams at, wow!
1: Pretty much the entire time.
0: Oh god, that just blew the shit out of the fucking. Oh, uh, I just tapped back to the to the fucking audio line, and it's nothing but a big block. Oh, uh, and my throat hurts now. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, this podcast is over. I need to rest my vocal cords. Uh, at any time something hardcore happens, the crowd chants... The crowd
1: chants. Just- yeah. yeah. Yeah, the crowd just chants like uh like what they uh, just no. chant do it again
0: <laughs> so Larry yeah. Rivera tells us that there are so cel- oh, I fucking love this I fucking love this <laughs> so Larry Rivera says there are celebrities there are porno stars And there are rap stars in attendance because XBW supplies the extreme entertainment in the Hollywood Palace. Yeah, I never mentioned this was done in the Hollywood Palace. Back in the ring, Chaos continues to beat down Supreme with a reverse DDT and get a two count. There's a bed of nails strapped to two of the corners. Chaos is whipped into them. Chaos is then put on the barbed wire wrap table on the outside. Supreme starts to go to the top, but Chaos stops him and he hits a low blow. Chaos then does a, hits a car, Herakurana from the top rope. Supreme goes through the barbed wire wrap table to the outside. But this doesn't slow either man down. Chaos is body dropped face first into a barbed wire table. Chaos is powerbombed into the barbed wire board. Larry says that he remembers when he would see a clothesline every second match and not this violent crap. Supreme. Yeah, we should also
1: mention that, like, not like while they're doing this, they're barely selling anything that's happening. Oh, hell no. So, like, they're being thrown into barbed wire and then it's like 30 seconds later they're up and, like, just pulling the barbed wire out and going, Alright, let's do the next, next spot. spot. Yeah. Uh, and it's like... Okay, this is uh either the barbed wire is fake, which it wasn't, uh or two, um you, you, know, you know, it's just like Yeah. No, not good.
0: they're just they're just hardcore. They can block the uh, thing yeah. out. Um So finally Supreme climbs to the top rope. Kid Chaos, a sandwich between uh two boards with barbed wire. Supreme hits a moonsault and he gets the win. So after the match, Kid Chaos is cut out of the barbed wire and helped to the back. And Larry says, this is a young 21-year-old Kid Chaos. He has his whole life ahead of him. <laughs> we, we will talk more about Kid Chaos later in this show. So what do you think of match one? Your introduction to... XPW, Baptized in Blood.
1: I had to take a two-day break after watching this match. The
0: first match?
1: Yes, I, I was like, I am done and with this, and then I walked away for two days.
0: So I finally found something you won't watch.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. If you go, Zach, we're going to watch XPW, Baptized in Blood 2, I'm going to be like, no, Rob, we're not going to watch that. <laughs> but it might be I'm better! Just... Maybe they learn how to. Maybe they learn how to sell within that year. If the, if you tell me that they like learn how to work within a year, I I don't think I'm gonna like. I don't think I believe you. Like, because the only person who knows how to work on this show is the Messiah.
0: <laughs>
1: Speaking of the Messiah, I think he's in the next match.
0: Ah, uh, he is. You are correct. So the next match is a barbed wire ladder and thumbtacks match. White Trash Johnny Webb versus The Messiah. Coming out to Jesus Christ Superstar is The Messiah. And White Trash comes out to some song about White Trash and it's catchy. I couldn't figure out the song. I don't have... What do you call it? Shazam on my phone. And I didn't Mm. care to look. But the bag of thumbtacks is hung above the ring and the only way to get them is to climb the top of the ladder, which, again, I don't fucking understand. Supremen, at no other time, did they have a, a rule to be like, oh, you've got to climb the ladder to get the thumbtacks. You don't even win. It's just, they're up there. I'd be pissed yeah. if I was these coming. I mean, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, and also I have to say that the commentary, I <laughs> like that they were trying to sell that oh yes there are thousands and thousands and thousands of thumbtacks (laughs) but when they get this sack of thumbtacks there's barely any there's like 12 in that bag it's
0: like they went to office max and was like oh shit we need some thumbtacks uh just just grab grab a couple boxes they
1: they grabbed like the box of 75 and they were on clearance
0: we gotta save them (laughs)
1: They just dumped it in there, they're like, and then, alright, this is the bag of a thousand (laughs) (laughs) thumbtacks.
0: So Larry says that White Trash Johnny Webb is setting a bad example for the kids of America by doing drugs and drinking alcohol. Johnny Webb is from any damn trailer park he pleases. I like that. The Messiah is from the kingdom of God.
1: Yes, I had heard of the Messiah because the Messiah can actually work, so he ends up getting work outside of XPW after they closed. So
0: there you go. Both men exchange punches, and the Messiah gets down, Webb quickly, and he goes for the quick pin after a suplex, which gets a 2. They go for a drop down, but Webb hits Messiah in the nuts. Webb then climbs the top rope, he hits a leg drop onto Messiah. Webb isn't thrown to the outside of the ring. Larry claims that there is a ton of foreign reporters in the back to cover the king of the deathmatch. Webb then suplexes Messiah through a table, but it doesn't break right away. Larry says that Webb is always drunk. <laughs> the barbed wire wrapped around the ladder, which is brought into the ring. The crowd chants that we want thumbtacks, so Webb then hits Messiah multiple times with the ladder, and rather than trying to climb the ladder, he just walks around. Messiah then takes a suplex onto the ladder. Interesting move, as Messiah was on the top rope, and Webb shakes the ropes, and Messiah falls off, but the ladder is falling to the floor, which slingshots and hits Messiah in the face. Oh. It must have hurt.
1: Yes. Messiah. And it, and it looks like there is, like, some barbed wire or something on top of the, on the very top of the ladder as well. Like yes. It looks like like they can't use the very top of the ladder. So it's not a very practical ladder to go and use to grab something at the top of something.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Either.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Messiah then calls his inner Jeff Hardy and rides the ladder down on a Johnny Webb. Messiah starts to climb the ladder, but the ladder is drop-kicked, and Messiah falls to the canvas. Webb basically climbs the la- uh, easily climbs the ladder, and then gets a bag of thumbtacks. He uses the bag as a weapon, hitting Messiah on the head. Larry then tells us, these aren't plastic. Those aren't the thumbtacks you buy at the toy store. These are the real deal. What kind of toy store... That's exactly what it? I wrote in all caps. <laughs> Where in the hell do you buy plastic thumbtacks in a toy store?
1: And, and okay, so like I'm thinking like maybe they're talking about like the thumbtacks you see at schools. Like the ones with the big plastic ends. But still, yeah. those have metal ends. They're still sharp. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So,
0: Webb spreads the tacks onto the canvas web ddt's messiah into the tax but Webb falls on the tax as well obviously now above the tax uh, on the top rope messiah is put on the top rope but messiah gets a sunset flip and the back of the head back of johnny webb's head smashes into the back of the tax and he only kicks out that too you know dangerous spot no it's yeah. all good What's that? They just a flying tackle to get the pinfall.
1: Yeah, I know that pissed me off. I was like, "Okay, so they do this big thing where, like, you see the guy's the back of his head like bounce off the mat twice." No.
0: In the thumb two tags, count,
1: flying, flying tackle doesn't look that impactful. That gets Kiss the three the count. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What did you think of this match?
1: Um, So, like I said, these two... Like, Supreme can actually wrestle, and he sold for things. So, this match was more enjoyable to watch. Uh, Nate Webb, the other guy in, in the match, I thought was a a better worker as well. So, this was one of the more enjoyable matches to watch. But again... I, this, this entire show isn't really for me, so.
0: Okay, fair.
1: Yeah. So,
0: fine. The next round one match, a bet of barbed wire and light bulbs, Cronus
1: versus Carlito
0: Montana.
1: Okay, what the hell happened to Cronus? Because I remember John Cronus from ECW. John Cronus, as part of the Eliminators, was awesome.
0: Yeah, with Perry Saturn.
1: yeah. What happened to him? Time? Drugs? I guess. Something. Cause <laughs> he does not have his working boots on. He does not care. <laughs> no. As you'll see.
0: Larry is excited about seeing Carlito Montana. Carlito comes out to Rage Against the Machine, and Cronus comes out to knots, Wait and Bleed, the anthem of the early 2000s Screamo. Carlito is from Miami, and is booed, because fuck the East Coast. Cronus is from Philly, and he's cheered cheered a ton.
1: But East Coast. I know, right? A headlock. But t- he's. Okay. But he's. I guess he's also a legend. Yes, so. he's. New.
0: People actually know his name. Yeah. A headlock takeover by Carlito gets Cronus, uh, and a head scissors. Uh, Cronus is much bigger than Montana. Larry says that Carlito is tough, and not to be underestimated. Uh, and he's a tough character.
1: Yeah, they John... made a big deal out of the fact that he was not wearing a shirt.
0: Yeah, I agree. Everyone else wore a shirt, not Carlito Montana. That's true. John Cronus is bust open by Montana via punches. Montana is not in hip tossed into a bed of barbed wire, and it should be noted. As you said, because Carlito is tough, because he isn't even wearing a shirt, unlike many of the other participants, as I noted. Mm. There's a bed of light bulbs, and Montana is peeled into the light bulbs, and these are the little light bulbs, not light tubes. Literally, they just went to fucking, like, Walmart and was like, ah, get the cheapest ones you can get.
1: Yeah. These are just, like, incandescent light bulbs.
0: Not even incandescent. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're, right, yeah. you're right, Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Cronus sets up a table. A normal one. No, no barbed wire or anything on it. No. Carlito then gets Cronus on the table. He hits a slingshot sometime, But he grazes the table, and it doesn't break.
1: And the crowd chants, you fucked up at him.
0: Yep. Oh, 2000s. Cronus finds Johnny Webb's bottle of whiskey, and he hits Montana with it, and it doesn't break either. Cronus Which claims probably
1: sucked a whole oh, lot. Oh, yeah, he hell yeah. Yeah.
0: Cronus claims it's cheap whiskey. And then on the top rope, Cronus power bombs Carlito through the table to pick up the victory. Finally, an impactful move that you would think would take someone down.
1: yeah but this match what lasted all of like what two minutes
0: if that yeah it was quick no wonder he didn't wear his shirt he's like fuck this
1: yeah but cronus not wear work wearing his working boots like he was just like beal beal power bomb i'm done pretty much <clears throat> I was not impressed.
0: Aww. Alright, the final match of round one. A barbed wire bat, bed of nails, and glass. Axel Rotten versus Homeless Jimmy. Homeless Jimmy was always my favorite, next to Supreme from XPW. Homeless Jimmy comes out to Metallica, wherever I may roam, little on the nose. Larry tells us that this match will feature plates of glass. Jimmy then comes out with a shopping cart full of cookie sheets and chairs. Almost hmm. oh, Jimmy has yet to win a single match next PW. I couldn't figure out what Axel Rotten came out to. It was a Marilyn Manson song, but it comes out to the ramp with the two barbed wire oars. Uh.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought they what were, the fuck? too. fuck? I thought he came out with two paddles yeah. for, a can- for, for a canoe. But they were like... The commentary later on said yes. that they're, they're axe handles. Yes.
0: I thought <laughs> they were fucking oars. Like, what the fuck? Uh, He's like,
1: I'm going to take my, my boat later. Yep,
0: yep. Jimmy but is from one, the streets.
1: But I have to say one thing yeah. that Axel Rotten was doing that is totally not cool is he was holding out his axe handles to the crowd so that they could touch the barbed wire. <laughs> <laughs> to, so that they could see how sharp it was. Yeah, this ain't
0: fake shit, motherfucker.
1: Also, Axel Rotten came out with a big bandage on his head because he had was already coming in from somewhere, already Having had gigged recently.
0: Well, I, I mean, they said they, they had a show the night before, like during the the beginning mm. promo. So I'm assuming it's from that. Oh, okay. So, and I felt silly because I, I thought the same thing, Ores. And I was like, oh, Axe, yeah, Axe handles are more on point. Axel gets a mixed reception from the crowd. Homeless Jimmy is much smaller than Axel. But he's but he quickly attacks Axel. But doesn't really help. And it turns out... Oh yeah, there were axe handles covered in barbed wire. And Jimmy is beat down. He's scraped in the head with the wire. Larry tells us that Jimmy roams the streets of Hollywood. Looking for matches in his... Looking for weapons for his matches. And uh... I was in Hollywood in January. Uh, there was a lack of... Steel chairs and cookie sheets. I was I was on the lookout for where Jimmy would find said instruments of pain. I just well, found...
1: obviously, like a Goodwill or something along those lines. Yeah, I didn't
0: I didn't check out the Goodwill. So Jimmy is thrown into a bed of nails. Then a second one. Jimmy then it gets his cart rammed into him. Uh, uh. or sorry. Jimmy then uh goes to his cart, uh but Axel finds some sheet metal, which Larry says to his accent sounds like shit. Metal, which Chris tells Larry to watch his mouth. Jimmy then yeah, finds a I was
1: chain. I I was not I was not having that. I was like, Come on guys, can we not do this?
0: Well, they did it.
1: I know, but I was like, really
0: Yeah, it was a little tasteless yes uh, Axel Irish whips Jimmy into the shopping car which goes flying into the security barricade uh, Axel and Jimmy then trade cookie sheet shots on the stage there is a pane of glass and Jimmy hits uh, what is it and Jimmy hits gets hit across the head Jimmy falls over like a tree through the pane of glass Axel picks up the victory to move on and this is the final match of round one as I stated
1: I will say then that Axel does something that I think is, was super classy for somebody in his position. Cause he's kind of a higher up. He puts over everybody in the locker room. Yep. Um, saying everybody is like super hardworking and somebody like him does, doesn't need to necessarily do something like that. He, he's a legend in, in the deathmatch world. He could work in Japan and that sort of stuff. Um, mm-hmm and he's out there doing this yep. for whatever reason. <laughs> yep.
0: So there there you go. So round yeah. 2. Badge of barbed wire, thumbtacks, nails. Supreme versus the Messiah. The crowd is chanting XPW. The Messiah has a bandage on his head from his previous match. Supreme also comes out with a bandage on his, around his head. Both men try to send each other head first into the bed of nails but neither man gets done both men's bandages quickly fall off supreme is already bleeding the messiah hits a drop kick to supreme falls into the outside the camera then shows that they fell into the bed of thumbtacks and then uh a ddt gets hit onto the hardwood floor The Messiah forces the ref to help... This is weird. The Messiah forces the ref to help move the bed of Thumbtacks inside the ring. And probably the stupidest move... Oh, yeah, go ahead.
1: Well, yeah. Nowadays, they have people in these deathmatch tournaments and stuff like that specifically to help the wrestlers move things as, as they need. It breaks immersion if you think about it for even a second, but like now, and I think it, I like it when they have those safety precautions in place. Oh, no,
0: I, I agree. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. So, probably in the stupidest move ever, Supreme is sat on the middle rope, facing the audience, and Messiah jumps off the top rope and hits a top rope red drop. Sending Supreme Messiah both into the tax and uh, Messiah gets the worst of it.
1: Oh yes.
0: Supreme then takes over Messiah and whips Messiah into the corner, uh, into the nails, and it's now all Supreme as Supreme whips Messiah off the ropes. He tries for a back body drop and Messiah lands on his feet. He hits a cross factor, uh, which is literally just the x-factor. Do Supreme, but instead of going for the pin, Messiah just jaw-jacks with the crowd. This is twice now. it's like Jesus Christ.
1: Oh, but it's like, highlight the finish of the match any further, Messiah.
0: Supreme doesn't get the advantage, though. He's whipped into the bed of nails uh, at each end uh, multiple times. Supreme then is whipped into the barbed wire board, which is also hung up in the corner. Supreme is thrown first faced with a front suplex into the bed of thumbtacks. Supreme goes under the ring. He gets some steel chairs. Supreme sets up a bed of thumbtacks like a bridge, then a chair shot to the head of Messiah. He's put under the thumbtack board and uh, climbs to the top rope. Uh, And with the chair in hand, Supreme hits a megaton splash and picks up the win. Uh, again, the same exact fucking finish almost.
1: Pretty much.
0: Like, Jesus Christ, Messiah had that one. After the match, the pair come down, and they help Messiah out of the thumbtacks, and, uh, help him to the back, but then Johnny Webb comes out another and beats down Messiah, with a trash oh no. can lid, and then a kendo stick, and then he's drug away by XPW officials. Messiah is busted wide open, and he lays down in the ramp, and the pool is, the blood is literally pooling around his head. Mm. So that's a you know visual. Next up is the bed of barbed wires, light tubes, and barbed wire bat. Cronus versus Axel Rotten. What do you think of this match? Two ECW originals going at it.
1: Uh, I was thinking oh well that this could be interesting but then i remembered that john cronus was in it and i remembered what he did in the first round um and i were and he didn't have his working boots on again so
0: well damn
1: yeah two ecw
0: originals going at it make it to the finals to face supreme axel with some self paw punches, takes down Cronus. And then on the outside, they fight near the light bulbs. But both get back in the ring. Axel grabs his axe handle barbed wire thingy and cuts Cronus. Cronus low blows Axel and grabs a barbed wire and cuts Cronus. Uh, rotten with a DDT. This match probably had more actual wrestling. The bed of barbed wire is brought into the ring and propped up in the corner. Cronus Super, uh, sorry, Suplex uh, rotten into the barbed wire board. And that's the match. The finals will be Cronus versus Supreme in the finals. Axel grabs the microphone. Oh, this is, yeah, he had it mixed up. This is where Axel grabs the match and, or the mic and puts over. Oh, yeah. And then he finally goes, Tommy Dreamer's a fucking pussy motherfucker.
1: Yeah. Poor Tommy Dreamer. Well, not poor Tommy Dreamer. He's been canceled. We don't talk about him anymore. But,
0: Is he still canceled two years on?
1: Uh, I don't think he's working for Impact anymore. But still. Um, yeah, I don't know. John Cronus, these matches that he's in only go like... Maybe two minutes, and then he's done. You know, all
0: these matches go, like, only two minutes.
1: Well, not all of them. I mean, like, the ones with with the Messiah and stuff yeah, like that are go-, go a little bit longer. But, like, yeah, no. John Cronus's matches are, like, two minutes long, and don't tell a story. This is why... I was having such a hard time. I was literally stopping after every couple of matches and taking a break oh. and, <laughs> and going, all right. It took me like a month to watch this entire show.
0: I watched it in one sitting.
1: Uh, I know. You were very excited. You were like, I'm finished. And I was like, really? Oh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the shoes on the other foot. I stopped to watch WrestleMania 36 night, too.
1: Well, I'm not done with that. I'm almost done.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Excuse me. As I yawn. Jesus. Falls Code Anywhere XPW Championship Match. Chris Candido versus Damian Steele. Tons of pomp and circumstances. A long build-up with Candido stretching and running around. And then they get a full announced introduction by Chris Cross. Both men start off fast with punches and chops. Candido is in the outside. Steel with a fine body tackle, which only gets a two. Candido is set over the guardrail, and they're in the fans, but eventually they get back to ringside now. Um, uh, And then they get to the stage. Uh, Candido holds a suplex up on Steel, but Steel gets out and hits a suplex. Candido then is in pain. Uh, and then there's another near fall by Steele. Steele is thrown into the ring from the stage. Candido grabs a ladder and then climbs oh off God. and jumps off. What?
1: Uh, I'm just remembering the ladder spot because the ladder moves. Yes. As, as he's jumping off and Chris literally yes. lands on his face.
0: Chris, yeah, he grabs a ladder, he jumps off and he whiffs. The ladder moved out from underneath him as he jumped, and Cantito misses by a mile. Candido just randomly jumps into the crowd and goes to the bar.
1: Now, normally when a wrestler jumps off of a ladder, they don't generally show this uh, due to movie magic. Well, they did at
0: AEW recently, and everyone lost their
1: shit. Yeah, yes, I I know, but uh, the ref holds the ladder so that this does not happen. Yes. But not an XPW. <laughs> they don't care. They don't give a shit.
0: Larry says that, the, that Steel is pouring tequila onto, the, onto Candido, and Larry asks, what is this stuff?
1: Was tequila is... new in 2000? No. I mean, damn. Tequila, tequila is a very, very old spirit. I,
0: I figured. I was just <laughs> floored by like Chris Claus not knowing what the fuck tequila was. You're in fucking You're in fucking California.
1: I think this is him playing up the racism thing. Oh,
0: yeah. that Chris Claus with his racisms. Uh, so then um, Candido drinks from a bottle hits a flying elbow drop, and then picks up the win. He becomes a new XPW champion.
1: And the crowd does not know how to react because nobody saw it. Yeah. Yay. And this got
0: really fucking weird. (laughs) Tommy and Chris celebrate in the ring, and Larry just goes, there's going to be celebrating someplace else. And Chris is confused and just moves on.
1: And then I'm going to be honest, I clicked through the next part. Even oh, I man, know you that...
0: missed so much fun.
1: Someone well, I on know. The mic- okay. I, 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 I do know that Shane Douglas appears and has like a 15-minute promo. Yeah, yeah.
0: Let me, let me get through said promo.
1: <laughs>
0: so someone on the mic yells, hey, Candido, I've got a blast from the past for you. Music plays and the lights go out. And the lights come on and Shane Douglas standing on the stage. OMG. He says something and his microphone doesn't work. But then he says he was sitting in the back and thought maybe this wouldn't be a good idea. But fuck WCW. And fuck you Kevin Sullivan. You dick sucking cunt. Ooh, edgy shit.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't throw in Ric Flair there.
0: Oh, we'll get there. Hold on. Okay. Your shows... Your shows are 60% in the ratings, and a 100-year-old men, and Hogan and Flair, and they won't turn your ratings around. He then asks the fans if they want to see Hogan and Flair, and they boo. He then asks if they want to see the franchise, and they cheer. He says he doesn't have the handcuffs. And he call, he allegedly calls Bill Bush. Oh yeah, sorry. He calls Bill Bush a Barney Fife-looking motherfucker. He then says he'll take his millions and put XPW on his back just like he did ECW. Shane Douglas and gets his cell phone out claiming to call Bill Bush. He leaves a voicemail saying that, you know, he's a mild manner. He's a meek man. But he's out with some friends. And he then yells, the franchise tells him where to suck it. And he'll see him in court.
1: How many people in this crowd actually probably knew? Dude, I didn't even know,
0: like, what half this was going on about.
1: Yeah, like, like two in two insider.
0: Yeah, that was stupid, and it went on way too long. I mean, that was just like the highlights. It's so funny him. Oh, shh, shh, sh- shh, shh. Oh, it's Shh, rain- she's ringing. It's like oh, oh, Jesus. Anyway. Final match of the night. Can you? Is your body ready? Is your soul uh, ready
1: for like a five-minute match? Yes. Sure. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: There's a special ring announcer. The lead singer of Slayer, Carrie King, is introduced.
1: Oh, I was wondering who this was. Yeah, I had no idea either.
0: Finals of the King De- King of the Death Match tournament. Cronus versus Supreme. Supreme is back, body dropped on a bed of light bulbs and a big boot. The crowd is covered, or the ring is covered in barbed wire. Uh, And then there's a super kick by Cronus. He sends Supreme into the plate of glass. And the stage is very dark and it's very hard to see. Cronus grabs a huge shard of glass and cuts Supreme with it. Finally, both men are back in the ring as Cronus is spinning, hits a spinning heel kick which sends supreme into the corner and then supreme is driven face first into the bed of thumbtacks and then slammed into the tacks
1: the mass- uh, and it, oh i should mention that there is still blood on the tacks from when messiah was in them oh i didn't <laughs> even they, notice they no they mentioned it in from in the commentary that's why i i'm mentioning it ah, they're like okay. yeah yeah the there's still messiah's blood inside the inside oh yeah the, you're right yeah and i'm like Okay, so they couldn't afford to get more thumbtacks to replace the bloody ones. And clean the (laughs) damn thing out. Yes.
0: This match has been all Cronus, but Supreme hits a low blow. And then his Cronus is whipped into the barbed wire ropes. Supreme then is whipped as he... Oh yeah, this is terrible. Supreme is then whipped into the barbed wire ropes. And he slides to the bottom rope. The barbed wire gets stuck to Supreme's back of his head. And then, like, his back of his head is just, like, all cut up.
1: Yeah. It was super gross.
0: Chris Kloss loses his shit thinking Supreme has died. Supreme has bought a pair of, brought a pair of bolt cutters with him during his entrance. So Supreme is then cutting the barbed wire down. As if you've ever watched any time this happens, things tend to move a million miles per hour slower. Hmm. Uh the last time I remember this was the XPW barbed wire or sorry, the AEW barbed wire exploding deathmatch. Well they took a million years to cut the barbed wire down. But uh, Luckily
1: Luckily though, these were good bolt cutters. They seem to cut through this pretty quickly.
0: Yeah. So finally Corona starts wrapping Supreme in barbed wire, so Supreme just runs into him. Like he was in a fat man suit. And just like Boop. <laughs> Uh, Larry they call Supreme the Michelin Man made of barbed wire. Very apt. Supreme then is dropped under the barbed wire. He climbs a ladder. And as Cronus is on a table, Supreme hits a splash. And he picks up the win to become the king of the death match.
1: Same finish as his other two matches. Yes. So, uh, So Supreme has one match in him.
0: Yep. Yeah, Much like finish. Rick Flair. Yep, he has one finish and one finish only. Yes. So what do you think of the show? Oh, I mean...
1: this is god awful. It literally took me like 3 weeks to watch this show because I had to continue I had to stop and take breaks and walk away because I was like either disgusted by what I was watching or just mad at what I was seeing and I I never want to watch another XPW show ever again because there is a way of doing deathmatch wrestling in a way that is watchable and then there is a way of doing deathmatch wrestling in a way that is just fat men hitting each other with objects and this is mostly just fat men hitting each other with objects and that's not my style
0: yeah no I mean I I thought about this long and hard after the show ended and I'm like why why did I have such a soft spot for this you know looking back because I realized it was extremely formulaic for the most part and the fact like you said the lack of selling didn't help Mm -hmm. but it was just like shit wrestling do a couple moves. Throw each other into a piece of weaponry. Doesn't fucking matter. And then final big spot. And then done. And, yeah. Uh, obviously, the hardcore garbage wrestling has come a long way in 23 years. But, yeah. It's still, like, these. none of these really told stories. It was just, they go out there, they hate each other. Each other with shit or get thrown into something and that's it
1: so i think it would be i think it would be interesting to see even even a show from just a couple of years later like a czw show from 2002 or 2003 to see how they handled their deathmatch wrestling but here's the it, thing
0: I feel CZW goes in the opposite way
1: of, they
0: do shit for extreme reaction. Hmm. Oh, let's grab a fucking weed whipper. Oh, let's do crazy contraptions. Let's jump off a fucking roof. You know what I mean?
1: That's true. They do do that.
0: Now, am I cherry picking? Probably. Because I don't know if I could watch A Term of Death. The things I've seen gross me out. The, yes. the, the The bamboo sticks to the head. The one where they took a fucking computer processor, a CPU, with all those little spikes, and took a chair and slammed it into the head of someone.
1: I have not seen that. I will say. But I have seen... I have... I have seen. Or the bamboo. match. not um,
0: bamboo. It's the one where they take like the sticks, and they just shove them, and then they fan out. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I've I, I've seen that. I've seen I've seen the match where they've hit. Uh, his name is Wife Beater with the uh, weed whacker. I've seen N- Sick Nick Mondo. So, you know what's
0: funny is Nick Mondo was from Minneapolis, and mm. I didn't live that far from him. Never knew him, obviously. But yeah. I found out where he kind of lived, and I was like, "Ah, oh, that's kind of cool." So he kind of, kind of like my favorite. Like, hey, he's a hometown boy.
1: Yeah, and I, I seen the match where he f- was thrown off of of a building. Um, and and yeah, no, I, I agree. There are there are definitely spots where they do those big, um, like oh my god, this is crazy sort of things but I would also say that uh there are a lot of those guys that are still working even now
0: yeah but how long have you shortened your career or your body uh, and don't get me wrong <laughs> falling off a building into a truck doesn't yeah. happen every fucking day
1: yeah yeah that's that's true um hey so I
0: Hey. hey. My my sorry. My cat is trying to headbutt the mic. He he wants to be the center of attention. Oh, I'm talking to people, center of attention. Sorry, continue on.
1: But But hey, um I would think that it might be interesting to see. Okay, fair. Uh,
0: I mean I'll I'll definitely watch one. Yeah. I just don't need one that's like I feel like it's to the point of shock and gore. Sure. So, like, may- what's the most crazy fucked up thing we can do to get people talking? But yeah. beyond that, it's like okay, because I, I did watch that match because I wanted to see it. But then you look at it, there's nothing going on. It's that spot was the spot. After no, but, you know,
1: so maybe instead of a tournament of death, maybe a tournament of of survival. Then yeah, which is which is. Well, Later, it's a lot,
0: yeah, and it's a lot tamer.
1: It's a lot tamer, but we could watch an earlier Tournament of Survival because they have been going on for about eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently watched the first one, um, which was hosted as Zandig's Tournament of Survival. It mm-hmm. was originally a John D- Zandig promotion. Yep. So, um, yeah, so maybe that could be our next thing.
0: Okay, yeah. All right, so it's been twenty three years since we uh, since the event took place. Where are all the participants now?
1: Oh,
0: yeah, it's kind oh. of sad. Yeah. So, uh, the match winner, Supreme, he continued to wrestle for the likes of Big Japan, IWA, even GCW. Hmm. Yeah, I was surprised, and I don't know what AWS is. And NGX. Hmm. Uh, he was introduced into the Santino Brothers Deathmatch Hall of Fame. So I was hoping I could ask you, what are the Santino Brothers?
1: Uh, I do not know. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't know there was a. Uh,
1: There's a, Hall a couple of. Fame. Di- there are a couple of different Deathmatch Hall of Fames. GCW has a Deathmatch Hall of Fame as well. Mm mm-hmm. um, That they promoted um during their latest uh tournament of death as you know uh, cuz you just watched it but um and then there's also a Southern California tournament of death uh or um death match hall of fame so maybe that's that could be that the, one yeah it could be it could be that one
0: so um he was supposed to wrestle a death match uh, against Everfly. I'm not... or Eli Everfly. Are you familiar with that person? I'm not. Okay, either am I. For the Santino brothers. But the show was canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And sadly, on May 6th, uh, 2020, Supreme, real name, Lester Perforce, would pass away due to a heart attack at age 49. And mm-hmm. dude, he looked so happy. I looked up his his last like image on, on uh, like the like during his obituary. Like in a happy image, he dyed His like his goatee red, and he had like a little like hat on, and he just you know he was tattooed all to hell. But he seemed like he was like a cool dude. Hmm. But so John Cronus, Cronus would continue to wrestle for XPW towards closing. He then wrestled for CZW and the East, and for the ECW tribute shows, Hardcore Homecoming, having his last match, according to catchmatch.net, in November of 2005. John Cronus yeah. was found dead in his fiance's house on July 18, 2007. It was later revealed that he had an enlarged heart, and the family stated that he'd always had heart issues, and, quote, knew he was going to die any day. He was 38 years old, and the only ECW alumni to attend his funeral was New Jack.
1: Yeah, he actually he died uh, about 30 minutes away from where I grew up. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, was he not liked? Like, why would nobody show up?
1: I don't... I, I honestly think he was not liked very much, like, because... He was removed from ECW fairly quickly after the Eliminators broke up and Perry Saturn went to WCW. And then... Like, he was on some of the ECW, like, reunion shows, mm-hmm. but, like... Not all of them, you know? Like, so I... I, I honestly, I don't think he was overly like that much. I it doesn't seem that way. Yeah. But I, I I don't know.
0: Gotcha. Axel Rotten. He continued to wrestle and he was even part of the first WWE one night stand. Mm. He did a one-off shot for TNA's Hardcore Justice pay-per-view, but then had a spinal surgery that forced him to retire, retire early. And he sound he oh, yeah, and he was bound to a wheelchair. Yeah. He was living in a rehab facility and unfortunately on February 14th, 2016, he was found dead in a McDonald's bathroom of a heroin overdose. It was later revealed that he had been suffering from CTE. The Messiah. He wrestled for XBW, becoming the only double champion, winning the King of the Death match and World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, he then went on to CZW on multiple occasions in 2019, being inducted into the CZW Hall of Fame and also being introduced, uh, uh inducted into the, uh, Santino Brothers Deathmatch Hall of Fame. One notable personal life tragedy was in August of 2002, his house was broken into by two men and his thumb was cut off. And there was America's Most Wanted episode about it. In the Dark Side of the Ring episode about XPW, he says that he thinks it was orchestrated by someone at XPW. Thankfully, the Messiah is still with us. Uh, Today, he had his last match, according to Cage Match, in 2017. (laughs) Yeah. Homeless Jimmy. I can't find a ton, but he's 49... And as of 2022, he was still doing death matches in California and Mexico for smaller independent promotions and isn't signed anywhere, according to cagematch.net. There is an awesome video on YouTube called The Story of Homeless Jimmy that explains what happened and how he was a very smart student and he got into college but eventually got where he was. Hmm. It's a really good video. Carli- I'll have to check it out. Yeah, Carlito Montana. Before this event or after, I have never heard of Carlito Montana. I hadn't either. And after looking at his cagematch.net, I can see why. He only wrestled for XvW until Go Funk Yourself, which was on July twenty second, twenty twenty or two thousand. Excuse me. And after that, he hasn't wrestled since. He was only in the business from 1993 to 2000, then Hmm. left the industry altogether. I can't find anything on this guy in Wikipedia or other sources either. Hmm. Yeah. So he did his thing and got out. Johnny Webb. Again, I couldn't find a ton about Johnny Webb. He is 53 and his last match was in June of 2015. And then finally, Kid Chaos, which I would think we'd find a bunch of stuff for. But he continues to wrestle to this day, has a wrestling school, and not much else can be found. Ah. So, yeah, there you go. Alright. Well, that was XPW Baptized in Blood. And, uh, yeah, we'll call it that. Okay. All righty then. Everybody take care and stay safe. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.